This is Logic and Chaos. I'm the Mitch Daddy. And I'm Brockner. Well, playoff time is finally here. What do you want to talk about first? I'm so excited. I'm, it's the best time of the year. Outside of your New York football fan right now, I mean, Jets and Giants aren't in. But hey, you got Buffalo. And that's why I think we should start off. I think we should start off with Buffalo going on the road to Jacksonville Sunday at 1.05 p.m. What are your first thoughts on the game? I'm gonna say the uh, I'm gonna say the Bills the herd of Bills keeps moving forward. I I see the upset coming. You know Buffalo they haven't been a playoff team, but at the times that they have made the playoffs, they know how to make a deep run, and that's something rooted in the organization. Jacksonville had a very promising year. They have many promising years coming up. However, as a franchise, they don't have that depth or experience and I think that no matter who is playing does play a role it could be 10 years ago it could be 20 years ago but when you have experienced franchises who have been there before I always like to give them the upper hand in these types of games so I'm going with Buffalo well I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars um Nothing against the Buffalo Bills because I'm really happy that the Buffalo Bills qualified for the playoffs. I mean, we could get into topics all day about how Cincinnati, how the Cincinnati Bengals basically screwed everything up for the Baltimore Ravens and other teams. What worries me about the Buffalo Bills is, I mean, really no receivers on the team. I mean, their leading receiver was their tight end. Clay, Charles Clay, and he only has 558 receiving yards and two TDs. And then their next best available player, I mean, basically as a wideout, is their running back, Shady McCoy. So at the same time, I think their defense is going to come through in the clutch. I mean, playoff football, their offense worries me a little bit. And then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, pretty much probably the best defense in the league or top five right now in the league. So, I mean, I would, I mean, I think it's worth watching. And I, I just think that this is maybe where, where Buffalo, you know, but expect the unexpected. You know, we are privileged to be able to watch a Jacksonville Jaguars Buffalo Bills playoff game in our lifetime. I agree. If if a magic genie came to me three years ago, not even five, three years ago, and said the Bills will play the Jaguars in the playoffs, I you know I, I'd wonder what I was tripping on really. But now it to, ain't marijuana. I'll tell you that. No, not not at all. So now to go over to the other wild card games, let's talk about Tennessee and the Chiefs. I, I believe it's upset special for Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Um, Tennessee though played horrible football going down the going to towards the end of the regular season. Um, they did find a way to beat Jacksonville, but Jacksonville didn't have much to play for that game. Kansas City, I think if you look at their seasons, really pretty much been up and down, and they did get a little hot at the end. But I mean, this would be one of the home teams this weekend. But I say could lose. Interesting. Now, I understand what you're saying, and and to talk about Tennessee really not having a consistent season or any sort of assurance going into the playoffs, maybe they're overdue. Tennessee Titans starting QB Marcus Mariota gives me some worries because he only has 13 touchdowns for the whole regular season. I mean, I truly believe there are a lot more QBs in the league who could put up 
between eight more than 18 touchdowns. So there's a lot of pressure on their running game. They really don't have no receivers. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little worried about Tennessee. However, I just don't believe that Kansas City is that good. So I could see Tennessee going in there and beating a team that maybe should even be in the playoffs after the second half of the regular season. Now, I understand that. And even dating Mariota's days back to Oregon, he hasn't had his clutch moment yet. He hasn't had his big game. Maybe this is it. You know, Tennessee, like you said, maybe they shouldn't have even been there. And he's grateful for this chance. And he's not going to blow it on the first try. And I think that we are going to see why Marcus Mariota is a starting quarterback in the NFL. So now let's go to the Kansas City Chiefs side. How do you feel about an experienced Alex Smith who has playoff experience, but now also with a rookie running back, Kareem Hunt, and young talent um, with the receiver Hill and even Hunt coming out the backfield? It's definitely a weapon. Smith's experience, he's been to an NFC conference game. He knows what to do. Hunt hasn't been there, but when you have the experience on one end and sort of the blissfully ignorant rookie who's just so excited to have the chance, I think that that's good, positive energy, but it doesn't always translate to success. So I think Kansas City's running game with Hunt is going to be the difference maker. I think if he has a good game and doesn't do what Odell Beckham Jr. did in his first playoff game. So he should wear his shirt then, right? Huh, huh, yeah. He should keep his shirt on. Keep his shirt on. Don't don't book any trips to Miami anytime soon. But Well, it's a good thing. We, 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 we hear our logic in chaos. We follow them on Instagram, so we haven't seen nothing crazy yet. It looks like they're taking the playoffs serious. They've been well-behaved. Yeah. Um, one last thing on Hunt that's kind of surprising to me. I don't know if it's, it was surprising to you. He had a quiet year for rushing almost 1,300 yards and eight touchdowns. I remember he had the hot start where he was killing the NFL, looking like a Zeke from last season with the Dallas Cowboys. Then he had some weeks where he tapered off, where he wasn't even getting 80 yards, but to complete the season with almost 1,300 yards, almost five yards of carry, pretty solid rookie season. Let's see if he could do that in the playoffs. It, it absolutely was a solid rookie season, and I think when the Chiefs' wins began tapering off, he started picking up his running yards in small change. And there weren't the exciting highlight plays from him, but very good, consistent play. Coaches love, Agreed. the fans love, and you know what? It won't get you a highlight reel, but it will get you in the playoffs. So if he's picking up four or five yards a time and getting them first downs, maybe he's not having the explosive 80, 90-yard sprint to the end zone, but he could be the difference maker in just putting in his change every day. So on that note, now let's go to the NFC. Both these matchups, to me, are the biggest matchups of the weekend. So I'm just going to flip a coin, and I'm going to say let's start off with the Atlanta Falcons and the Los Angeles Rams. First thoughts on the game. First thoughts on the game are this is going to come down to a field goal as time expires. That's how good a matchup it is. Both teams would play each other to the best that they could. They, in a way, have each other's numbers. So... It's either going to be a very tight defensive battle or an offensive shootout and nothing in between. Well, on that note, dealing with the offensive 
um, stats, we're going to do a little offensive comparisons with each team during the regular season. So for total yards per game, both of them, both teams, were at 360 yards per game. Passing yards, pretty much the same. Atlanta has 10 more yards per game at 249 compared to 239. And the rushing game, the Los Angeles Rams had about 8 yards, 122 a game to 115. Who is the X factor from both teams, you believe? The X factor from both teams. For the Falcons, I'm going to say Matt Ryan. It starts with the quarterback. It starts with him. He needs to not have a good game. He needs to have an exceptional game. But Jared Goff needs to do the same thing. I'm going to say this is exciting because this is going to be a quarterback's duel in a way that we haven't seen in a while, where both teams are coming in, maybe not considered to be the best in the conference or in the playoffs, rather, but are of equal stature to each other. That's exciting football. I think my X factor right now, Todd Gurley. I mean, what a what a regular season. I mean, possibly an MVP season for for the running back. Thirteen hundred yards, almost almost five yards a carry, thir- double digit touchdowns with thirteen. I mean, he really took this offense with Goff, not taking none away from him or the receiving core. I mean, to the next level. I think you have another running back with Atlanta with Freeman. We have to see how, how he holds up, though. He has had some concussions during the season. I think it's going to be a hard-hitting game. Let's see if he can even make it through the game. But that would be my X factor now. So, gun to your head. Who do you pick to win? Ooh, that's tough. I would say I'm going to go with L.A. First playoff victory in L.A. in I don't know how many years, but it's older than I am. Before we were born. Yeah. Definitely before we were born. I also, as a fan, I want to root for the Rams. Maybe as a better or, you know, maybe if I had a little money on the game, I mean, it is hard to go against the NFC defending champions. Yep, the Super Bowl third quarter champion, Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Yes, we we will never let that go. Um. Now, I think the highlight of the weekend, Carolina Panthers traveled to New Orleans to play Drew Brees and the Saints. So many ways to look at this game. Um, and first thing that comes to your head de- dealing with this game. Well, as far as the Saints go and as far as their playoff run will go, it's going to go in one of two ways. Either an early exit or a Super Bowl run. Either or, just just one. Either or. This is a playoff year where there is much contrast. It's either one extreme or the other. If the Saints are on, Tom Brady is not getting another ring. If Cam Newton is on, we'll see. Carolina Panthers are my pick to go to the Super Bowl, and everyone that I've told this to, I mean, family, friends, colleagues, they, they tell me I'm, I'm wilding. They, they tell me I'm on drugs, that there's something wrong with me. And this was before the playoffs happened. Now, when I saw the match, I did see Carolina traveling to New Orleans. Isn't this what we believe in sports as an upset? I mean, how many times in and out have we seen teams who are supposed to be the favorite lose? Now, I'm personally a Cam Newton fan. Think he's great for the game. 
believe he makes mistakes. He's not perfect. Not the perfect person you want to play in front of to do an interview. But with this team and their running game with Jonathan Stewart and rookie Christian McCaffrey, who to me played some outstanding football for a rookie with Jonathan Stewart, I think they can match up with Ingram and Kamara's running game with the Saints. So I think it's just a great matchup to watch. I mean, we're ending the weekend on this game, Sunday, 440. Both teams are 11-5. and Um... I expect an offensive battle. I expect an offensive battle. I don't think we're going to see too much defense in this game. Another quarterback versus quarterback situation? Yes, but I think I agree with that. I could see that happening, or if not, I mean, but put it this way. This game could be the shortest game out of all three because of both teams' running games. I mean, yeah. if they're really running the ball, I mean, some of these fans, I mean, it, obviously it's in the Dome, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. This game could go pretty fast. Obviously, if it's high scoring, yeah, it's going to stretch out a little bit. But with that, I mean, I mean Ingram and Kamara alone, I mean, that rookie, he has eight touchdowns, 728 yards. You have Ingram with 1,100 yards. I mean, I, I expect these both these teams to run. The only thing I would have to say to give New Orleans a little f- favorable matchup is they have better receivers. They have better receivers and an experienced quarterback. Drew Brees has been to one. Cam Newton has been to one. The only difference is a victory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, as not only a fan... But just as a person, I still don't look at Cam Newton the same after not, not – I'm not saying dive on that fumble in the Super Bowl, but just show you care. Just show you're trying. And that, to me, showed that he may have a lack of work ethic or a lack of team first, and that's something you don't see with Drew Brees, which is why I think the Saints will win. And when it comes down to quarterback versus quarterback, the guy who puts his team first is going to win every time. I agree. I agree that it's a QB league. I would think that most most fans, educated or not, will look at the QB matchup first before maybe they even look at the teams in, in some scenarios based on here where you do have a Matt Ryan golf matchup, have a Cam Newton, Drew Brees matchup. I mean, like, even in the Buffalo-Jacksonville game, I mean, are we really impressed with Taylor or Bortles? I mean, we could probably flip a coin on that. And then, yeah, Alex Smith against a young QB who is looking for his shot. I believe the highlight of the weekend is going to be the the NFC. The highlight of the weekend is going to be the NFC. But, I mean, it's playoff football. Anything can happen. So, last shot. We're going to do our picks. Okay. Tennessee. On the road, going to Kansas City. I'm putting the Titans in the second round. I have the Titans going in the second round as well. I see upset special. Out of all the home teams, I believe that is the start of the unexpected. But now we're going to go to Saturday night, 8-15, Los Angeles Rams. The crowd, should they should have a sellout for a playoff game. Who do you have? I think Southern Cal is getting a victory. I'm just going to flip a quarter, go with my heart, and say the Rams, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Falcons did pull something out with their experience. I wouldn't either. And not that I'm going to predict the score here. I think that a field goal in the last, I'm going to say 25 seconds of the game is going to decide it. So what, we're talking 27-24? I'm going to say maybe 
Maybe 2017. Not even. Okay, so now we're going to go Sunday. We're going to start off 1.05 p.m. real early. Everyone's going to be done with church, done eating breakfast. We're going to have the Buffalo Bills, who's no one seen in the playoffs since 1999, going up to Jacksonville. Expect a crowd, expect a a crowd that's yelling, screaming, hasn't experienced playoff football in a long time. Who who you lean with? I'm going with Buffalo. I think I think if Buffalo is to ever win the Super Bowl, it's now or never. Now or never. I mean, they do play in the division with New England, so this is their opportunity of a lifetime. But you know what? And as someone who follows the New York Giants, I love talking about how to beat the Patriots. Because I know, and I know you know, it can be done. Yeah, that's a whole different show. I mean, we could spend two, three hours just on that. But, but the New York Giants have shown twice right now, David doesn't need to fear Goliath. No, absolutely. absolutely. And in a game, if it's the second round or if it's the AFC championship, whatever, I have no problem believing that the Buffalo Bills will defeat Tom Brady and the Dark Lord, Bill Belichick. Oh, we're going to get into that next week if Buffalo does pull it out. What I'm going to say is my heart is in Buffalo, but I don't think my wallet is. And if I had to place a wager on the game, I think I'm going with Jacksonville. But I do wish the Buffalo Bills the best. And I think if they were to win this game and upset Jacksonville, because it would be an upset. Especially the way Jacksonville played all season long, their defense, nice young talent coming up. Personally, I don't trust Bortles, but, I mean, you know, they're all going to rely on their defense this game. So my heart's with Buffalo, my wallet's with Jacksonville. And then I'm going to start this one off with the last game. I, I picked Carolina to go to the Super Bowl. So, obviously, I think the Panthers are going to beat New Orleans. I think it's another upset, expect the unexpected. And then maybe a Carolina team goes to Philly or um, Minnesota and maybe could do some damage. But um, I think exciting game. I do have this game somewhere kind of high. I think one team will hit 30, 30 points during the game. So, um I don't expect too much defense, and I just expect great te- both both teams running the ball. And who's the first QB to make the mistake? I think a lot of people are going to say that Cam is. I have a feeling that Luke and that defense with the Carolina Panthers are going to force Breeze to change their little tempo a little bit. But um, more than more than seeing a quarterback make a mistake, I could see the first error coming from the Saints but not at the fault of Drew Brees. I could see Ingram or one of the receivers doing it. But, yeah, you're right. Whichever offense drops the ball first, whether it be literal or metaphorical, that's going to be the loser. And that's exciting stuff. There's a reason they call it the wild card weekend, because it is going to be wild. Anyway, I'm Mitch Daddy. And I'm Bruckner. If you like what we're saying, follow us on Instagram, chirp us up. If you hate what we're saying, please follow us on Instagram. And I'll have a comment for you, too. I'll have one as well. Be well, everybody. Happy New Year. Adios.